Ladies and gentlemen, you know what that sound means. It means it's episode 209, Feeling Fine, of the Personal Arrogance Podcast, brought to you by the Bald Move Network. I'm one of your hosts, Eric the Moon Monster Walquist, and joining me this week, as he does each and every week, is the other host of the show. His name is... Jesse, Mr. Entrepreneur Wilson. Oh, you are an entrepreneur, aren't you? Don't I answer don't that yet. Don't answer that yet. Okay. That's what we call a tease in the biz. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, needless to say, Jesse and I have been really busy with stuff lately. Dear God. I didn't know that my candle had three ends to burn. <laughs> so I found out a way to burn another end on the candle. Yeah, so I've been, I've been getting ready for my for my pub crawl, which is uh, always more work than I think it's going to be. <laughs> like, yesterday I licked 45 envelopes, and my tongue oh. was numb. Mm. Tomorrow... <laughs> you need, for next year... Yeah, one of those like little spongy things. That's what my wife said. She's like, for you. "Just use a sponge. <laughs> you could just use a wet sponge." But and then you spit on the sponge. Exactly, and then you're I out think of spit. there's the enzymes in the spit are mm-hmm. what actually break down the adhesive. It's regular water won't do it. It's a requirement. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like tomorrow. So like tomorrow, I'm going to pick up my medium badges at the convention center right after work. Then I'm coming home and I'm doing the fantasy football draft for the Arrogant Move League. Oh. And then I'm going at 9 o'clock out to Cafe Mox to hang out with the Hex 19 guys from Canada. Oh, so jelly. Yeah, I know, right? What? So, and then in, between now and then, I have to get everything done for the, for the pub crawl. Remember um, when we were camping, I was like, you got a lot of work to do. And you're like, I'll just do it on Monday. Yeah, well, I did a lot of it on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> did a lot of it yesterday, doing a lot of it tonight, so... Um. Yeah. Speaking of which, we went camping this past weekend. Sure did. In 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 Allen Wake, apparently. It was so cold. It was fr- freaking freezing. We camped on the north side of the Olympic Peninsula, which is uh the, the home of uh for those who don't know the home of the only temperate rainforest in the contiguous United States. And I thought the only temperate rainforest in the world. Yeah. Well, technically, it runs the that temperate rainforest runs along the coast from. Uh, all the way from like Alaska to uh, gotcha. California or something. Yeah. Anyway, it was freaking freezing, and the mists of Relier coming in. <laughs> it was like it was just like the most eerie thing. It, like coming in and and it didn't rain. We were just inside a cloud. Yeah, it was it was inside a cloud, and then at night it sounded like it was raining, but it was just the condensation from the leaves of the trees getting shaken right. off by the wind. Because you were literally like in a cloud. Yeah, we were yeah, in the cloud with wild. Steve Jobs, and it was cold. The yeah. cold cloud with the cold dead corpse of Steve Jobs. <laughs> it was so cold, dude. And I brought one sweatshirt, so. Party fell on me, but still a fun camping trip. We got to have a fire this time, which was definitely a plus. Yes, and we, we took full advantage of that. Yeah, we burned. We burned, baby. All right, well, yeah. let's let's get into it here. Uh, we uh, we have some big news. I want to lead off with this news. We do have a lot of phone calls this week, but I want to lead off with this. We're actually going to do something a little different. This is a turbo cast, guys, so just hold on to your butts, because uh, we're going to change it up a little bit. Jesse, what's our first topic this week? Uh, I want to talk about a little Kickstarter project that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And by little Kickstarter project, <laughs> I mean a giant, potentially life-altering dream project that I need everyone's help to get funded. Let's do it, buddy. So, for the people that have been listening from episode one, mm-hmm. um, you and I have been through a lot. I was living up in Bellingham. 
We've gotten different jobs. We've met our oh, significant yeah. others. Each yep. of us gotten married. I've yep. had a baby. Yeah. And um, I've advanced. Like, I didn't even brew. I didn't even know anything about brewing when I started. Yeah. And now I've worked my way up. And um, I'm launching a Kickstarter that will launch on the day that this episode is uh, airing. I think it's going to launch the day after. This one's going to air on Thursday. Oh, this is going up Thursday. Okay, yeah. so if you're listening on Thursday tomorrow, what I need you to do is go to kickstarter.com and uh, search Lovecraft Brewing Company. Right. And we'll link it on our Facebook page. We'll link it on Bald Move Facebook page. We're going to yes. link the shit out of this, guy. We're going to so. link this everywhere. We're going to link it like uh, uh, Ocarina of Time. <laughs> we'll just link all over the place. Link it all over. Uh, yeah, so... You can also Google fa- uh, Google Facebook, mm-hmm. and then from <laughs> Facebook, find the Lovecraft Brewing Company uh, Facebook page, so there'll be more information there. I need you to like that, to spread the word. Right. I need you to donate on uh, the Kickstarter page, because I'm trying to raise $30,000. It takes a lot to get a brewery off the ground. It takes a ton of money, because I have to buy a lot of steel and copper. Right. A ridiculous amount of precious metals <laughs> to make yeah. this work. And, and, then, and, uh, the, and but then, I'm going for it. And in the post apocalypse, we promise that you can go and raid it for its precious metals. Yeah, it exactly. That. that will be used as currency yes. in the future. Um But no, this is huge, dude. So you are starting a freaking brewery. Yeah. And I'm starting you, a brewery in Bremerton, Washington. Yes. And and people, you know, have asked this forever now and and uh, on, largely on my, my lethargic part haven't taken advantage of this. People have asked this forever now, how can we support the show? Right. And guys, yes. if you want to support this- personal arrogance, support Lovecraft Brewing Company on Kickstarter. Like this is our rallying cry. This is just like just like this isn't just Jesse and Mice podcast. This is your podcast. Like, this is your brewery, dude. You right. can be an investor. You can get it on the ground floor. You can make it. You can make this thing happen. Be be a founder, Founders Club member, right? Founders Club, yeah. And the thing is, it's not going to happen without your support. So not only exactly. can you help me get this going, you must help me get this <laughs> going because it's not going to happen Without your support, and I, yeah. I don't want to—I don't want to take up too much time with this because I don't want it to sound like an ad. But we've got all sorts of cool um, t-shirts, glassware, mm-hmm. really great stuff, limited edition art. And what's really cool is Eric did all the fancy art. Yeah, so all the graphic design I did, uh, and there is—he made there's the a, video. Yeah, and I did the video as well. There's a cool poster that uh, Jesse's brother-in-law did. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, the logo and everything that was like this is definitely. This isn't just a passion project for Jesse. Like, I am all in on this thing as well. So, guys, like I said, if you want to support Personal Arrogance, get on Kickstarter and throw some money at at Lovecraft Brewing Company. Because, like, this is is, is like a dream, dude. This is me um, swinging for the fences and trying to make my dream come true, my family's dream come true. I mean, it would totally change my life in a great, awesome spectacular way and give me a lot of interesting stuff to talk about on the podcast for sure <laughs> absolutely as so, i make the transition into trying to become a small business owner yeah dog and um i just want to like where did the germ of lovecraft brewing company come from uh, you mean the name or just the idea of like when when did you decide hey i want to have i want to have my own brewery and i want to blaze my own trail this way 
I guess I've just always been inspired by other brewers, you know, especially the first, the founding people who decided to make an industry out of nothing and pioneer craft beer and uh, found this niche that uh, people obviously wanted. And then, you know, craft brewing exploded in the 90s and then that bubble burst because a bunch of people (laughs) were trying to just cash in, basically, and made terrible beer. Right. But what survived out of that was a lot of entrepreneurs who knew how to weather the storm and knew how, you know, knew to make beer your priority. Otherwise, you're never going to survive. And I just have always respected the people who are able to make the leap like that. Yeah, and, and really put beer first. I mean, yeah, the, the beer, beer is first, definitely. And the and the beers that you're going to be making, and you've already done test batches of all these, which are delicious. But the beers that you're making, they're they're a little different too. So what what what's the, what distinguishes your beers? Well, I'm heavily inspired by farmhouse beers. That is uh, the beers from. Bel- uh, northern Belgium and Northern France, mm-hmm. because I really like uh, beers that have a lot of yeast character to offer. So beers like the Beer de Garde and Saisons are of the farmhouse variety. So I'm brewing them with Britannomyces, which is uh, considered a quote-unquote wild yeast, because in parts of the world as well, but these are totally domesticated. You can buy them in a packet from... Uh, white labs or Y yeast, but it, it adds a, a tartness and a different yeast character that you don't get in your, you know, average uh, craft beer that you might pick up at a supermarket. So I'm trying to right. trying to differentiate the beers from what's on the market. Well, and at, at the same time, also brewing a traditional Northwest style IPA and a black IPA. Yeah. Beautiful Cascadian dark, dark ale. Yeah. And the thing is like, I've had sour beers and like sour beers, like, you know, I've, I've had them. And like I'm not, they're not something I drink on a, on a regular basis. What you're making is not necessarily a sour beer. You're making farmhouse ales. Yeah, that, this is. I'm doing a mixed fermentation of right. uh, Saccharomyces cerevisiae, which is your traditional ale yeast, as well as Britannomyces, yeah. the uh, the so-called wild yeast. And yeah. sour beers are uh, usually you're using lactobacillus, which is a bacteria, actually, to create that lactic acid and um, Britannomyces creates a little bit of lactic acid, but not like that right. puckering tartness right. that you would get from a American sour. Yeah, and, and that's what I, I mean. I've talked about it before on here. Elder God, your Elder God uh, beer to guard is like my f- one of my favorite beers. And that's like awesome. like I said, I don't really drink sour beers. This beer tastes like a mixture of like champagne and hops and cider and like so complex in in a way that uh, a lot of people don't associate with uh especially like uh, inland european beers uh this has a huge complexity to it and it's so drinkable and delicious and this is our listeners opportunity to drink all of that beer that you've been producing over time get an elder god or get yeah get an elder god beer to guard in their hands if they want to do that then support the kickstarter Yes, so. definitely. So that's that's how you do it. Yep. Go on Kickstarter and search Lovecraft Brewing Company. If you Google it, our Facebook page comes up, and you can mm-hmm. like us there, and we'll redirect you to where you need to go. And I really, 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 really need you guys to support me, because like I said, I'm asking yeah. for a lot of money. I'm asking <laughs> for a realistic amount of money to make this happen. Yeah, and, you know, uh, 
you know, give what you can, guys. And like I said, if you want to support this podcast, this is the way to support the podcast. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and you know, obviously, a thousand dollars is a lot of money, but yeah. there's something super cool at the thousand dollar level. You actually get a chance to come to Bremerton and brew a production level batch of beer with Jesse and and architect that beer and create a brand new brew. Right. Such an awesome Kickstarter. I just had to mention that. I mean, that's at the thousand. There's a ton of levels. You can yeah, get the you can get the Lovecraft T-shirt. You can get pint glasses. You can get growlers. You can get a custom made screen print. There's a lot of stuff. You get hoodies. Um, but that thousand dollar level, dude, that is like one of the coolest uh stretch goals that I've ever, or one of the coolest uh, uh pledge 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 rewards that I've ever seen on Kickstarter. Right. So I just wanted to mention that. Not that a thousand. I mean, a thousand dollars is a ton of money. Oh um, yeah, but it's I a, mean, if only thirty yeah. thirty of you do that, then we got it, we got it made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, guys, once again, uh, Lovecraft, all one word, brewing company. Get it, find it on Kickstarter and uh, please support us because mm-hmm. this is huge. This is the biggest thing I've ever attempted in my life. Huge. This is like seriously a turning point. Um, that includes bringing up a human being to the world. <laughs> Yeah, Jesse's baby does make a cameo in the Kickstarter videos. So. That's true. Yeah, so for nothing else, uh, watch the Kickstarter video to see what my uh, adorable Russell Nisha looks like. There you go. So anyway, uh, we're going to be pimping this for the next sixty days. So you'll hear about. But donate it now. Don't wait. But donate now. Let's kick this thing off uh, with a with a bang. So bang. let's do it. All right, man. So let's move on to some voicemails. We got a ton of voicemails this week, and. As always, we appreciate it when you call us at 360-362-0024. Uh, we're going to start it off with a voicemail from the 559. Here it is. Hey, boys. Uh, first time caller. Love the show. It's Mikey from Fresno. I'm also a fellow podcaster. got four podcasts because it's, you know, it's an addiction. Don't count. Four, four podcasts. That's a cracker podcast. Get off my pops and... Uh, but anyway, I'm calling because I've been married a long time, and you know, after a while, you know, you, you your wife can get sick of you. I think the quote is, "I'm sick of your shit." <laughs> and what I need to do is, she she likes board games. We haven't really played board games very much uh, lately, so I need to, you know, step up my game and maybe find something cool for couples to play. We haven't, we used to play nothing, uh, major, but, uh, I don't know, we used to play Sorry. That's pretty in, pretty, pretty deep in the board gaming, uh, geek world. So I don't know if you know that game, but, uh, I mean, we used to play more board games than we do now. And so I'm looking for a reco for a good couples game that something, something worth getting into. Doesn't have, necessarily have to be a newish game. Something you would like, like you would play with your wife slash girlfriend or wife and girlfriend, whichever. But just look for that record. You guys are awesome. You have amazing chemistry. Very jealous as a as a podcast. I'm very jealous of your chemistry. You just cannot duplicate that. It's just <laughs> no matter how hard you try. But anyway, boys, um, on back. <laughs> Thanks, Mikey. Get off my back. And Mikey, he said he's from the Dorktown podcast. Dorktown quietly 
has been a, a supporter of personal arrogance for a very long time. We never mentioned it before, but they are they are an oft retweeter of our tweets, and uh, yeah. very happy that Mikey called in. Um, so yeah, th- th- I like the chemistry quote. It's like, well, we I, we only podcast with people we've known for at least fifteen years. That's how. <laughs> that's the secret, guys. It's a thorough thorough vetting process. Yeah, know somebody for over a decade, then start podcasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I guess Aaron and Jim aren't, but uh, but they're they're kindred spirits, right? Yeah, yeah. Separated at birth, they're soul brothers. But anyway, uh, yeah, this is great for you, man. You play a lot of board games with your wife. I try to. Um, I'm not going to recommend uh, Agricola because it's just such a big game, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's it's not worth buying on the off chance that you might like it. I mean, it's right. the it's my favorite game to play with my wife. Yeah. But I think we're in the minority on that one. But games, I mean, two-player games tend to be strategy games. Yeah. And um, strategy games that I like are two-player Blockus, Hive, and um, there's Cathedral, which is like a kind of a it's a wood uh, mm-hmm. piece laying game, sort yeah. of like Blockus is, but a little a little bit different rules. It's got a real nice aesthetic to it. So I found out at at Card Kingdom down here in Seattle, the board game store, that uh, Blockus Duo no longer in print. What? Yeah, that's one of the perfect games. It's amazing. Yeah, it is a perfect game. I went there and I was like, "Hey," because I always check it out, especially if I'm with new gamers. I'm like, "Can we play? Can we get Blockus Duo?" Because they have a great check checkout library there at, at Card Kingdom. And I and I was talking and to the to the uh, woman behind the counter, and she was like. Oh, actually, we don't have that anymore. We lost too many of the pieces, and it's now out of print, so we can't order a new one. That sucks. And I was like, "What?" It used to. They've had a weird history with the two-player Blockus because originally it was called Travel Blockus. Hmm. But it's a different. I mean, a different game. It's two players instead of four. What yeah. you could do. I was actually thinking about this. Is you could take a, like, if you found the rules to. Blockus Duo online in a PDF form or something. You can yeah. take a normal Blockus board and uh, like Sharpie out. Oh, that's totally true. Part the part that yeah. you would play on with two players yeah. and just isolate yourself to that and like Sharpie on the starting positions because you don't start playing from a corner. You start sort of near the middle. Yeah, and then you could just take one set of colors and you could play from there. Yeah, and so and the games uh, that that's a that's a brilliant idea because that gives you four player blockus and two player blockus yeah. in a single box so yeah blockus from any angle get blockus blockus is a great game um the games that, that my wife and i play we play uh, a love letter a lot because that's a game that takes about 10 minutes to play with two players and it's yeah, super easy to learn um so we play a lot of love letter uh we play seasons although we don't play it as much anymore because my wife is amazing at seasons and for some reason i am terrible at seasons <laughs> I don't know what it is. She just destroys me every single time. But I gotta. Tasha started killing me at Hive. Yeah, I gotta like start. Bad. I gotta start uh, playing that again because that's no reason to stop playing a game, especially a good game like Seasons. So, uh, Seasons is really good. It's a little more complex, but all the like you know, it's the type of game where all the rules are printed on the cards, so that's good. And then we've been playing a lot of uh, a lot of uh, God. What's the game? Quantum. Uh, we play that two-player as well. Although, you and I play Quantum two-player, and I don't think you really like the experience. No, it, it's just not a good two-player game for me. Yeah, well, and I think maybe we could try a different map. I think Just that quickly some what I'll say stuff. about Quantum is, 
I had a ton of fun playing at three player. Yeah. And almost zero fun playing at two player. Right. Because it kind of so, became a stalemate when playing yeah, two player. And, uh, but I, I'm not dogging on Quantum at all. I'm really excited to play it three player, four player again yeah. because I had so much fun. Yeah. And we, like I said, we could try a different map. I think that I don't. I just don't think of... I need to do it as a head-to-head game. Yeah. Well, Lydia and I, re- I play it head-to-head, and and we enjoy it. Yeah. No. And and again, just I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not really up my alley. Yeah. But the the amount when we played it three player, the amount of theme that you get out of that game, <laughs> uh, having it just be dice, <laughs> is amazing. They like wring those dice out as hard as possible to get the theme out of there, and it, you get a it drips with theme without having a lot of thematic elements, which is an amazing. What about feat. Uh, Citadels? Also, oh, is a... Citadels is such. I a haven't good played that in a while, and I, I really need to bust it out. Yeah, two player especially. I love two, two player, player. Yeah, two player is a real mind fuck. Yeah, and I love it because, uh, and this is some like inside shit, guys. So if you if this goes over your head, don't worry about it. But I love it because the bishop and the magician always end up being the le- the two that you don't grab. Magician. The magician. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I can remember that, but I have a hard time remembering the vice president. <laughs> is it Dick Cheney? <laughs> I do know the magician. The magician, yeah. Although the bishop is a great card, and the magician is undervalued, I feel. Magician can swing a game. Swing it right around, baby. Except he always gets assassinated when you really need to use him. Yeah. It, it's hard to conceal the fact that you have one <laughs> card and you need five. Okay, guys, Citadels is such a good game. Like, Jesse and I are about to jump into, like, an hour-long Citadels discussion. Right. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna spare you that, but get Citadels. It's so good. Yeah, and it's cheap. And it's super cheap. Yeah, all of these games are, like, under 30 bucks. So, all the games that we mentioned, um, except for Agricola. So, yeah. and like I affordable. said, don't buy that unless you know you already want it. Right. Um, okay, cool. Let's get to some more voicemails here. And by the way, Sorry, I, I actually, that's one of my favorite, like, Fred Meyer games. It's... I've been playing a lot of Sorry, Not Sorry lately. <laughs> it's the expansion. Yeah. It's a, it's, I mean, it's a roll and move, but you have two pawns, which makes it kind of fun. I played a lot of it as a kid. Anyway, yeah. here's the next voicemail. Hello? You might have to jump ahead. I... On this one. Oh, okay. Anything? Oh, anyway, oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I knew some folks from Seattle and Bremerton and whatnot. But anyway, it was pretty cool. You guys should try out some uh, East Coast beers, stuff from Georgia and Alabama, stuff like Sweetwater, stuff like Lazy Magnolia and other things. Uh, but did you guys send those guys down there? Because one of them tried to get on my back when I flipped them in the rapid, and it was pretty awkward and all this kind of stuff, whatever. <laughs> but anyways, come to Columbus, Georgia. Let's go rafting. And by the way, if you were a raft guide, uh, what would your nickname be? Uh, one of my buddy, my other coworkers wanted to be, uh, Shoebox McGuthrie or, uh, Give Me Skittle Cheese. I don't know. Folks call me Will, but they've jokingly called me Priest because I'm an ordained minister or was, or, well, I still am, but don't necessarily work as re- reverend anymore. Anyways, it's a pleasure talking to you guys. Stay arrogant. Dang, get off my back. Wow, that I is. I think a, we missed some info. That is a fucking voicemail. Yeah, I literally no. spit out my because because it's a twist and turns, man. I mean, so obviously something went wrong there. I don't know what your name is. I know you're from Georgia, which is awesome. Uh, another another uh, heartland uh, heartland call in. Um, yeah, so apparently the first like half of that voicemail got completely cut off by Google Voice, but so many things. 
Apparently he knows someone from Bremerton, something yeah. about rafting. And then, what would your raft guy name be? I don't even know what that, I didn't even know raft guys had nicknames. I'm going with Strikewater. Oh, I like it. It's it's almost like Skywalker. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, with uh, Gangly Green. Ooh. Because I'm a little gangly. Ooh, how about Beaver Fever? Beaver Fever, now that's good. But that would only be good if you were from Oregon. Yeah, that's true. I like to be called Apple Cup. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and ordained minister, just throwing it all on there. The last half. I'm sorry that the first half of that got cut off, but yeah, uh, I mean, how? I I feel like I missed out on a lot of other great twists and turns. I know that I mean, it twists and turns just like a rapid. Yeah, but maybe like the rapid that the beginning was like the calm before the rapid. Exactly, and then you hit those rapids, and it's a twist and turn. So, thank you, mystery caller from Georgia. That's awesome. And I would love to try uh, some southeast beers, oh, yeah. but we can't get them here. And also, I don't trust the distribution to keep them fresh. So, it'll have to wait until we take this podcast on the road. Yeah, until bypacks Georgia, uh, bypacks Atlanta. <laughs> I really want to go to Dragon Con. Yeah, but it's during PAX. I know, but I I might. <laughs> That's like the one fir- year. <laughs> it's like the first thing of like, okay, I guess I'm not going then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, true. Is it during? That's the first question of any event. Is it during PAX? Yeah, okay, I'm not going. But one of these days, when I have some money, yeah, I'll just I'll do like PAX Australia that year to make up for missing PAX Prime, and then also do Dragon Con. Well, I mean, PAX Prime also goes into Monday now, which means that you could do. Friday, Saturday, Dragon Con, <laughs> Red Eye, uh, Sunday, Monday, PAX. This is how super viruses spread. <laughs> That's completely true. <laughs> oh, man, so funny. Uh, up next, we got another uh, uh, voicemail from our good buddy, Michael McBride. Here he is. Hey, Jesse and Eric, or Levi, depending on if need be. Uh, just wanted to uh, tell y'all something that I've been wanting to figure out. So, I am a D&D virgin, and I would like to figure out how to get my choice off on that. Okay? I mean, that'd be cool if I could get it done with y'all guys, but I don't know how to do that. So, alright guys, stay arrogant and get off my back. I love that Michael said, I am a D&D virgin, like like a, a, a 16-year-old would say, I am a virgin. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I got something to tell you guys. Uh-huh. It's a secret. I am a virgin. Don't tell the other guys. Don't tell the other guys. Don't <laughs> tell the other guys on the water polo team. <laughs> Definitely not virgins. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh uh, this is kind of an interesting thing. You you came up with a good idea. I don't think we should completely reveal it, but we are thinking about ways that we can incorporate our liter- our listeners into D&D games in the future. So uh, so keep your ears peeled there. And if not, uh, guys, uh, apparently uh, you'll hear in the Facebook roundup, but apparently there's becoming this, uh, this D&D uh, uh, focus group happening for, for personal arrogance listeners. So keep your ears to the ground. And uh, like I said, we're, I'm going to, Keep trying to um, uh, live stream all of our D and D sessions so that people can at least live vicariously through Levi. You <laughs> can have at least one use. Yeah, that that can be it. Yeah. Um, okay. What else we got here? Oh, it's another email from another voicemail from Michael McBride, the the serial caller. Here he is. <laughs> serial caller. Serial caller. All right. Here we go. Hey, this is me again. 
again um, as the D&D version. I don't believe I said who it was. Michael McBride from Virginia. <laughs> I figured I'd say it. Just call and make sure everybody knows. Okay, guys. So you're going to get off my back. Okay. <laughs> Michael, we know your we know your area code by now. I, I've almost got your phone number committed to memory, so we know it's you, 757. Mm, we should do a fan phone call segment. I love it. Uh, the next one we got coming up from... Uh, oh, yeah, we could do like live phone-ins. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, uh, uh, we call them, though. Exactly. We'll prank, yeah, yeah. prank call them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a frame job for Susie. <laughs> We're going to like prank call them. And then they'll be like, who were those assholes? And then the next week they'll be on the podcast and then they'll be elated. Yeah. Slow burn. That's how we become a morning show. (laughs) Perfect. You're listening to T-Bone and Chaz. T-Bone and Chaz. KBO and the Bone. 69.9. Time for another bone call. (laughs) Anyway, uh, here comes the next phone call. Here it is. Hey guys, this is Jay in New Samantha Beach, Florida, or another name is Shark Fight Capital of the USA. Um, yeah, I'm just calling the touch base with you guys. Yesterday I was putting together a vacuum cleaner or a steam cleaner for carpet, and I had a Pacific Rim on, and I got interested, or excited, uh, seen some research. They're coming out with a second one, or there's talks about coming out with a second one. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, I know Eric, you like it a lot, and uh, I don't know if you guys have any more info on that, but uh, yeah, I can't wait if it does come out. Um, and I'm with Robert Dotsy, uh, Connect the Dotsy, I love Fall of Years, and I'm excited. Fall is here, can't wait to get some new ones, try some new ones. Yeah, and uh, stay arrogant and get off my back. Get off my back, Jay. Jay, calling back after a while. So Love it. Thank you, Jay, for calling. I also like this because Jay, excited for fall beers. I believe, like, the first time he called us, he was drinking, like, Bud Light Lime. <laughs> so I, I like yeah. to think that we might have given him a little bit of influence. So this you is very grow exciting. with us in this podcast. You do. You grow with us. And uh, so the thing about this Pacific Rim 2 thing is you cannot believe anything that Guillermo del Toro says. <laughs> the man is unreliable from an information standpoint uh, i'm directing I, the hobbit i'm not directing the hobbit uh the <laughs> like basically everything that he says is not gonna happen i'm dire- i'm making the mountains of madness movie i'm not making the mountains of madness movie actually i am making the mountains of madness movie right. uh so yeah uh he also said that he's not directing hellboy 3 so my prediction no pacific rim 2 yes on hellboy 3 he's i feel been- bad for his mom like yeah i'll be there i'll be- i'll come to thanksgiving <laughs> Oh, actually, uh, there's another project yep. I'm working on. But I'll definitely be there for Christmas. <laughs> Christmas was canceled. The studio studio won't let me do Christmas. Studio won't let me do. Actually, Peter Jackson's coming in my place. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. Yeah, it's actually, pretty fine. Yeah, he he's gonna shave his beard a little bit, and he's gonna wear round glasses. You won't notice the difference. Uh, <laughs> I so- have no idea what Guillermo del Toro looks like. <laughs> I assumed he was, like, some sort of suave Spaniard-looking No, guy. he's not, dude. Oh, really? I gotta no. Google this. No, no, no. Guillermo del Toro is, is like, the nerdiest... He's exactly what you think of. What do you think of a nerdy dude? But he has the coolest name. I know. It's awesome. I can't believe you don't know what he looks like. No, Guillermo... What? Yeah. He looks like our friend Mars. Oh, he does look like trombone. Mars a little bit. He's got a little bit of Mars. He's definitely nerdier and, and fatter than Mars is. 
Wow. Yeah. That's Guillermo del Toro? Yeah, dude, he's not suave at all. Never, never has there been a such a a bad, non-fitting name. <laughs> he's from Mexico. He's like if uh, Mars and uh, Justin McElroy had a baby. I was actually thinking about this uh, today. Like, why the hell do Americans have, like, the most bland names? Like, My I was, name is Jeff Johnson. Well, the weird thing about it is that, so this is kind of weird. It's a, a weird way to come about this, but I was thinking about Robin Williams. Like, Robin Williams passing, and, like, maybe him being in some history book in, like, 500 years as, like, a representative of comedy from a certain era. Like, mm-hmm. this guy was, like, the court jester for America in the late 20th century. But then people reading, like, Robin Williams? You have, like, that, or you have, like, Napoleon Bonaparte. Or you have, like, like Guillermo del Toro. Like, these names are so much better than uh, than the Americanized versions of names. Yeah. Like, I, Eric Walquist. I was thinking I was thinking something just the other day about, well, is this perfectly uh, is the distinction between your brain and my brain. Because we were both thinking about how Americans make names sound bad. But yeah. I was thinking about Yasser Arafat. Uh-huh. And I was like, Yasser Arafat is yeah. such an ugly, weird name. And I was like, oh, I bet in his language it was like Yasser Arafat. Like, something yeah. oh, cool totally. sounding. Totally. But, like, as soon as you anglicize it, it's like Yasser Arafat. Yasser like, Arafat. <laughs> it just sounds so bad. Yeah, that's like when people say Iraq. Like, the name of the country is Iraq. Iraq. Yeah, Iraq. But you could call it Iraq. 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 Um. Anyway, <laughs> no, it's like uh, it, it's that's like you know, there's people in like uh, in baseball, especially this comes up because like in the Caribbean they have like the cra- they like the craziest, coolest names that you could never get away with in like American grade school, like Unieski Betancourt. How that do you come up? Great name. How do you get the name Unieski Betancourt? And what if like that? And it's probably just normal. Like, he's from the Netherlands Antilles. Like, it's probably just normal down there. Or, like, in Cuba, right. you have Yeonis Suspedes. That is an amazing name. But, like, I can't name my kid Yeonis. Right. Anyway. No, you cannot. I can't. It's just going to be another Robert. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I really... I'm, I'm, I'm having a great time on this listener feedback section. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, one more. Finally, we're just going to wrap this up with a, with another final uh, voicemail from uh, from Mr. Mike McBride. Here he is. Oh. Serial caller. The serial caller. Here he is. Hey, Michael McBride. I know I already called this week, <laughs> but I found out something yesterday that is completely up your eye. I don't know if you ever heard of Austin, uh, the Austin Brewing Company. I think it's, uh, one, uh, I don't know, I don't remember the exact name. The actual brewing company, but they have a beer pack that is probably the most epic beer pack ever to exist ever. It's their Peacemaker beer. It is a 99 pack. It literally has 99 beers in it for $99. A dollar a beer. Yes, it's an extreme investment to get the thing. They only made 99 of the pack. But I thought it was one of the most awesome things I've ever heard of. It. I was like, why couldn't we get a major brewery like one that uh, Jesse works at or we could get another company to just do something like that where they have a 99-pack or something like that? Because it's just completely crazy. You should go to a little watch the video. 
Um, like I said, it's a Peacemaker beer. I don't know if it's an ale or IPA or what it was. But it's like, it was the first one that this company had ever made, I'm pretty sure. But you should totally go watch it. It's hilarious. The box is ridiculously long. It's like about the size length of a probably, I would say, more longer than a mini, mini Cooper. <laughs> the, the, the box, just the box that it's in. It is really crazy. It's really funny at the same time. But I would totally buy one of those if I lived over where they had sold them. <laughs> All right, guys, stay arrogant. Get off my back. Get off my back, Michael. Yeah, this is awesome, dude. Have you seen this? No. It's from Austin Beer Works. I think they're called Austin Beer Works. They, um, it's a session ale. The Peacemaker, it's like a session ale, so it's, you know, something you could drink all day. So they're like, since you could drink it all day, we're just going to give you 99 of them. <laughs> and like in the video, they show them like pulling the box out of the, out of the, uh, refrigerator at the convenience store. Mm-hmm. And then like at first it just looks like a normal 12 pack and then it just like keeps on coming, keeps on coming. And then it's like this thing. If, if, uh, if you were to just carry it under your arm, like four guys could carry it under their arms. That's, That's awesome. how long the box is. Uh, which I think is perfect. Um, and I think next, next coming up, the 200 pack. <laughs> Gotta double it. There you go. But I do love this idea. And I also love, I actually think it's extremely reasonably priced. 99 beers for 90, 99 oh, that, bucks. That's a great deal. It's like this, it's like the foot, it's like the six foot subway, you know? Yeah. Like you just, yeah, get, if you had the six foot sub next to the 99 pack. Yeah. That is a, that is a company, uh, barbecue done and done. <laughs> How many, how many beers is in a keg? 130. Okay. Pints. Oh, that's so pints. I'm guessing there were probably 12 ounces. Yeah, these are 12 ounces. So it's... In, but like a keg can run you like 140 bucks, right? Oh, yeah. Easy. 140 and then upward. Yeah. So this is... You have a party. You get 10 people to come to your party because you're... You have some friends, but not a lot. <laughs> and... Each person pitches in ten bucks and gets to drink ten beers. Love it! Amazing. This yeah. is like Super Bowl party. This is a Super Bowl party written all over it. And the the great totally. thing would be is that like remember in the old I don't know if they still do this or not, but remember when they started making the skinny twelve packs for like sodas, and you would just rip off like the corner, and then they would kind of roll down to the front for cans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to do this so you can stand it up. And then just open the bottom and then just keep dispensing them out of the bottom. That's awesome. Yeah. Except, like, the, the column pressure would, like, sh- shatter the glass. <laughs> oh, no, they're not that. glass. They're all they're all in cans. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, these yeah, are can Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. So this is a self-dispensing, six-foot, delicious 99-pack. <laughs> but you couldn't, like, put it in your refrigerator. Yeah. All right, man. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to get on some trivia this week. Thank you so much for calling us, guys. Remember, you can get in touch with us, 360-362-0024, or uh, send us an email at personalarrogance at gmail.com. Um, Jesse, let's move on to some trivia. So, so I wanted to I, – I finished all the trivia sheets for my pub crawl because that's an element of the pub crawl is that there's going to be trivia at each stop, just like a pub trivia, except everybody's in character and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be great. But uh, I wanted to test some of this trivia on you because I'm not sure if it's too easy or if it's too hard. Okay. Lay it on me. Okay. So uh, one of the things in this trivia, and this is also a nice little uh, spoiler for people. So the listeners that actually show up to the pub crawl, they could be like, oh, I heard this on the podcast, so I know it's right. So <laughs> They'll be like, what's a podcast? <laughs> 
Um, so, Jesse, uh, first question for you, and these are what, what these are. These are multiple answer questions. So the first question for you is, can you name all of the schools in the Ivy League? There are eight of them. Can you name all eight? No. Go for it. Uh, Harvard, Yale, Cornell. Yep. Um, okay. Harvard, Yale, Cornell, Princeton. Yes. Uh, Notre Dame. No. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> um, okay, Jesse. So you're done with that one. So you got three. That's good. Because you're going to have eight people in the group. Right. I got so, the easy ones. Yeah. Cambridge. Uh, no, Cambridge is in England. Uh, <laughs> Australian National University. There you go. Um, all right. The next question is, can you name the the uh, eight Major League Baseball teams that have non-human animals as their nicknames? Uh, okay. Um, non-human animals. Yes. I don't know if I... Uh, Di- uh, Diamondbacks. That's one. That's the tough one for me. That's the one that I think might slip people. So you got that right off the bat. Marlins. Yep. Um, You're doing pretty well here. Blue Jays. Yep. Um, um, now, I mean, this doesn't make for great radio, so... I love I, it, the thinking. I think I'm, I can hear I'm the gears running turning. out of steam here. <laughs> Well, just think there's three Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals, you got it. There's birds. Birds yep. are the key. Birds are the key. There's the one eagles. more bird. No, no eagles. <laughs> there's one more bird. Falcons? Nope. Oh, shit. Uh, white. The birds. white the white doves? <laughs> oh, the white doves. Nope. <laughs> the Chicago oh, white doves. The Cubs are on there. The Cubs are, yes. Yeah, yeah. You got five. Um, I'm, um,. I don't think I'm going to get any more. The Cubs is tough. You also have the Orioles. Oh, birds. Yeah. There are actually none in the American League West, uh, but you got the one in the National League West and the Diamondbacks. Um, the Rays. You missed the Rays from Tampa oh. Bay. Uh, and then there's one final one, which is <laughs> which is escaping me right now. It's giants. I mean, technically not human. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Somebody better not come to me with that. I'm going to punch him in the nose. <laughs> um, yeah, what is the other one? It's in the central? I don't know. I can't I, remember. Whatever. Great pod. Buffalo Bills. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, uh, Jesse, so let's move on to our final topic this week, and that's PAX, baby. PAX. Oh, my God, PAX. So not only do we have so much shit going on in our lives, <laughs> but PAX is also happening. This is a zero hour. It's a zero hour, man. Oh my god, just just a vent a little bit. Worse than a punch in the face. Uh-huh. I, I sold my tickets. Yep. Right. So I I want I needed to ship them up to Bellingham. I get like the priority one day mail. Yep. Set them out on Monday. Still haven't arrived. Oh Jesus. Thanks USPS. Why didn't you just do a handoff at the show? Because I like. She didn't want to schedule, like, the meetup thing, and I was like, yeah, it sounds like a lot of hassle. I'll just do this thing where it gets to there tomorrow with the one day. Oh, God. Well, and this... they're like, yeah, it'll get there tomorrow. I was like, that sounds great. Let's do that. Yeah. I'll spend extra for that. Yeah. This happened to me when we, when I was doing the board game exchange. Oh, like, yeah? I did the priority flat rate box, which is $12. 
And I and the other guy get, did the priority flat rate flat rate flat rate box, which is twelve dollars. He was in California. Okay, uh-huh. he's in Anaheim. So the my package got to him in one day. They put it on a plane. It was in Anaheim in one day. No big deal. Put it on Alaska Airlines. Just buckled it into the economy. It got <laughs> Russell a Russell Wilson was there. Russell Wilson was there. It got an exit row. It was was really nice. Uh, my package got sent to Pittsburgh. Oh, Jesus. From Anaheim. Sat there for three days. Because oh, that's the thing God. about Priority Mail, right? You could track the package. Yep. So, yeah, it sat there for three days in Philadelphia and then and then finally flew out to me through Cleveland. It took yeah. five days for the Priority Mail. Nice. So. I, uh, yeah. Mine left it, Federal Way this morning at 1.59 a.m. So I'm really hoping it gets there. Yeah, it should get there today. It should. Ugh. That's rough, man. Um, yeah, that is worse than a punch in the face. Like, you can't say it's priority mail and then not make it priority mail. Yeah. And it's just like, this, this is one of the little things just on top of everything. I know. Yeah, that's the thing. It's every little thing now. Expounds. Anyway. So, packs. Packs, though. Okay, so we got a lot of stuff lined up for packs. I think we definitely want to hit up the Fantasy Flight booth and talk about all the games that we've been talking about for like the last three weeks. Um, the other thing is that we're going to be going to the 2K booth. Uh, we have some time booked with them, so we're going to be covering the new Borderlands game. Excitingly, the new Civ game, uh, yes. which which goes to outer space, and then the new game Evolve. So we're going to be hitting up all the 2K stuff. There's also, I'm definitely going to be uh, doing a run through the Indie Mega booth. So we're going to be, I mean, Indie Mega booth last year was like the number one place to be. So there's a great new game. I can't remember what it's called, but it's I think it's called Screen Looker. And mm. this is this is one of my favorite things because in the game it's a first-person shooter uh PVP game, but you are invisible to all other players. Which means, I mean, you're invisible uh yeah, you're invisible to all other players, which means that yeah. the other players have to watch your screen in order to see where you are. That's amazing. It's so cool because not only does not only does screen watching like hold a hold a great place in my heart because it's it represents in room PvP playing, which is yeah. a lost art. Everything is oh, online yeah. now. Screen like, watcher. This is st- straight up Halo Two <laughs> in the room in on my big screen TV, my two big screen TV in my dorm room in Tacoma, circa two thousand six. <laughs> Like, that's what this is, and yelling at people for screen watching. Mm -hmm. It was such a funny thing to accuse someone of screen watching. Yeah, this is like back in the days when you couldn't just sit there and camp and snipe because people knew where you were. Because they they screen watched. Right. So, yeah, dude. Like, this this idea I really love, because you have to screen watch in this game. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) They were able to take a tiny thing that that came out of gamer culture and turn it into an entire game, which is awesome. So there's that. There's a couple uh, CCGs that are digital that I want to try out, which I'm very excited about. Because, uh, because, kind of, because of, of what Hearthstone has done, I feel like digital might be the place for CCGs, even though I don't really like spending money on virtual cards. But uh, so we're gonna be at PAX, dude. We're gonna be doing all that stuff, and uh, we have our our media access, which means we have Wi-Fi access, which means that uh, I'm gonna be recording a bunch of stuff on my phone, and we're gonna be posting it up throughout the weekend. So keep an eye out for that. Right. Oh, PAX. I feel like it's kind of a good thing, though, because like it's on top of everything else, but at the same time, 
you get to hit send on your Kickstarter and then go to PAX. That is true. I hadn't even really uh, thought about that. I'm not going to be like at home agonizing, refreshing, being like, why doesn't anyone love me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we could just, it's like, I mean, PAX is my vacation. PAX is my Christmas. PAX is, PAX is love. PAX is life. This is the first time I've ever taken the Friday and Monday off around it. Oh, yeah. So I'm doing all four days. I've never done four days before. Cool. I'm going to have a lot of fun. The pub crawl is going to be banging. Yeah, and I registered us for a couple of parties, too. So Yeah, I saw time. one of those. And yeah. it's like a Monday at like 6 o'clock. Yeah, I'm it's like, kind of like yeah. the post-PAX party, but it's like indie games and free beer. So. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a tough sell for me <laughs> to stick around on Monday night. It's only like 6 o'clock. You're going to yeah. want a free beer at 6 o'clock on Monday. We shall see. We shall see. No promises. And then there's also this thing called the HP Pubcraft Love Crawl, which is happening on Saturday night, which is my big event. Dear God, and it's important for me, too. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good, man. I'm excited about it. it there's a chance of showers, which kind of bums me out, but... That makes it even spookier. It makes it super spookier, because we all know that camping in Alan Wake was the scoopy, spookiest thing of all time. And also Scoopy, if you Scoop. are uh, at a ice cream parlor. Yeah. Spooky scoops. All right, dude. Well, this is a turbo cast, which means we need to be under 60 minutes. That means we need to get to the Facebook roundup. But before we do, let's tell you about BaldMove.com. Guys, just go to BaldMove.com. You know by now. I don't have to to tell you any shit about this. You know Bald Move. Get to Bald Move. Do it. Uh, Okay, turbo cast. Let's keep going. Uh, Facebook roundup, guys. Um, I think I did like a little double switch on the Facebook roundup, which made people like not Facebook roundup this week. Whoops. Which is kind of hilarious. Because I was like, oh shit, they Facebook round up the shit out of this. Oh no, wait, that's on the other one. So check out the uh, Facebook post from last week because there's a bunch of gamer tags in here. But this week I was like, hey y'all, Jesse and Eric are swamped with big projects and packs right now, but that doesn't mean they won't be doing a turbo podcast tonight. Consider this your rapid fire Facebook roundup. Uh, I think that might have been a little ambiguous, and Rolo Tomasi called me out on it. He said, uh, whoa, classic misdirect with this Facebook post. He did say, I played D&D for the first time and even DM'd a few weeks ago. It was the most fun. Three hours went so quick. Any listeners want to start a Skype campaign? I'm looking at you, James Patterson. James Patterson. And Roger Dotsy. Uh, I want to play more often. Let's do it. So, uh, I would love it, dude. And I would, I would, I don't know if I could commit to a campaign because I think one camp, I'm actually in two campaigns right now. I think two campaigns is enough, but I would definitely guess, guess, uh, R- guest RP. Yeah, I, would, I, I might be interested in a guest at one point or something. I'll but fine. like I said, we have something in store. Yes. The future. Exactly. And then finally, Heath from St. Louis says, might be too late on this, but. This is super important. NHL expansion reports are leaking that the NHL plans to expand by a 200, 200, 2017 to four markets, Quebec City, Las Vegas, Toronto to get a second team, and Seattle. This is groundbreaking to a hockey fan like me. I give you permission to drop the St. Louis Blues as the official team of the podcast. If you get an expansion, tell me your thoughts. That is my thought. Uh, Heath, that was the bargain, is that we drop you if we get a Seattle team. And, oh, my God, I'd be so happy. Sockeye. 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 Also, Brad Omen, uh, shout-out to high school buddy here, texted me today and said that the 
official ultimate frisbee team for the city of Seattle is called the Seattle Sockeye. Is that true? Yes. Amazing. Yes. Uh, so anyway, guys, uh, Facebook. Hopefully, round. that's not a registered trademark. <laughs> I think that they could probably trump the Ultimate Frisbee Association. I don't know, man. I mean, its its acronym is UFA. Anyway, guys, <laughs> it sounds like a Norwegian getting socked exactly. in the stomach <laughs> from a sockeye. Yeah, exactly. Let's Tail do whip. It. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think we did this TurboCast in under an hour. Of course, we're going to get to recommendations, but our only reco this week is go to Kickstarter. Oh, please, please. It would mean so much to me. And support the Lovecraft Brewing Company, guys. Lovecraft, one word. Lovecraft, L-O-V-E-C-R-A-F-T. one word. L-O-V-E-C-R-A-F-T. Brewing Company. Uh, and then get in touch with us uh, for next week's show. Uh, be sure to watch our... Skype coverage. I'm going to be live streaming the uh, fantasy football uh, draft tomorrow with Aaron. It's going to be me and Aaron live draft or uh, live streaming that. So check for that on our pages. And uh, and yeah, send us an email. You know you know the drill. Keep your eyes peeled. We got we got a ton of stuff for you guys. We love you. You are our listeners. You are the nation. You are the personal arrogance nation. And uh, we couldn't be more excited that your passport has been stamped with our stamp. That sounded better in my head, but I guess it's time to go, guys. Remember that until next time, wherever you go, whatever you do, please stay arrogant. Lovecraft Brewing Company.